Dr. Marketing Tips, paging Dr. Marketing Tips. Dr. Marketing Tips, you're needed in the marketing department. Welcome to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast, your prescription to the answers you seek to grow your medical practice easier, better, and faster. This show is all about connecting practice administrators and medical marketing professionals with peers working in practices, learning from experiences, making mistakes, and sharing successes. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to the Dr. Marketing Tips Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are here today to talk to you about 10 ways that you can put your patients first in your marketing. Yeah, so this is something that uh, we're big believers in. Um, The patient-first approach to marketing um, can really help set your practice apart right from the get-go. And so we always like to say that, you know, everyone sort of assumes that your doctors are credentialed and they're board certified, they're great at what they do, yada, 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 yada. But what really matters is the benefit that the that the patient is going to get. And so that's what we want to lead with. And so today we're going to share 10 ways that you can start doing that. Especially more and more as patients are the ones out there. There's the opportunity for the patient to tell the story is so is so easy now. So if a patient has a positive experience and they share that experience, it pays off exponentially for your practice. But if the patient has a mediocre experience or a negative experience, God forbid, the opportunity for them to go out and say whatever they want about your practice is there as well. And so we have found over the years that leading with the patient and really taking advantage of those positive positive patient experiences um, can convert more patients and that, you know, as more and more people trust um, people they know, and they trust individual stories that don't look made up or all made up in terms of, you know, like extra lighting on your videos or things to make it look super professional. I mean, these are genuine patient stories. And the more that you can lead with the patient stories, the better it is for your practice overall. So, um, you know, one of the ways that we right off the bat, number one way to put your patients first is to include your patient in your marketing materials. This includes patient stories, outcomes, quotes, photos, etc. We actually use our patients on um, on the websites, on our brochures, to create that immediate connection um, between the practice and a real patient positive outcome. You know, you have whatever the issue is, and we have real people experiencing the solution. You know, you have a you have a torn ACL. We have a patient that says, you know, I've got I can I can play soccer with my grandkids again after I got my ACL fixed with Dr. Bob. Yeah, and I would say that, like, for whatever reason, there's this sort of, like, weird, innate trust in the internet, which is, like, you shouldn't always do that. You know, don't believe everything you read on the internet kind of thing. But people do. But they do. They do, yeah. And so, like you said, if, if you have someone that says, I had to tore my ACL, and then I went here, it got fixed, and now I'm doing this four months later, then... Well, that per- that's exactly what happened. They went there, they did it, and now they're better, and I want that to be me, and I don't know that person, but I totally trust them because they're on video, and I saw them on this website. Well, and that's, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm not Josh's talking... Josh's grandma. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, not, not talking down about Josh's grandma, but, <laughs> or, or anybody really, or patients that are just looking this stuff up, like... I mean, I do it too. I think we all do that. It's not a bad thing, but you know, if you have the patients there, like Josh's grandma who came in had back surgery and now she's able to go walking and shopping again, um, like share that story. Yeah, because you don't know how many people know Josh's grandma in your <laughs> mar- in your segment and your you know your trade area. And we joke, but Josh's um 
Josh works for us at Insight Marketing Group and he works on client videos and he'll be actually editing this podcast. And um, he'll be editing this podcast and, you know, but we joke about it, but Josh's grandma had surgery and she knows everybody in town. And now her face is on all of the materials when we market the spine side of this practice and people notice it. Well, and and even, um, you know, not specifically like her as a person, but she is a great avatar for that type of patient because she, she's older, but she's still active. She's retired, but she, you know, wants to get out there and kind of live her life. And so, um, basically in her story, we're trying to share that, uh, you know, she was in pain. She was experiencing X. She came in, had the surgery, and now she has Y solution, and she's back to doing the things she loves. So um, that works wonders. So uh, number two, you want to create an advertising campaign around these positive patient outcomes and testimonials. So uh, number one, we were talking about specifically kind of leveraging these stories for websites and brochures, that kind of thing. Number two, we're talking about actually creating some sort of a campaign. And this can be anything from, you know, your traditional print advertising. So you've got a, um, you know, a half page ad in the local magazine, and you've got a big picture of a patient with a pullout quote that says, Dr. So-and-so was able to get me back to whatever. Um, Same thing with television radio uh, you can do online digital advertising this way as well and kind of take a still out of a patient testimonial and those work great too so we see awesome conversion rates on um, the digital advertising and retargeting specifically when we're using this strategy and we're putting the patient first yeah and more and more we've um we've been pricing out some television this past year and um we hear it also from our from our media vendors in that anytime we can lead with the patient story or actually get the patient to go on camera, um, they they have the same impression as that it's going to drive dividends home. Well, yeah, like I said, I mean, people sort of innately trust that other person that they're seeing, whether that's on TV or radio or just a, a picture with a quote. And when you can harness that, there's a real power there. No, absolutely. So the third um, kind of immediate tip that we've got for putting your patients first is to, you know, kind of we've already touched on it, but use patient testimonials to drive organic search. You know, we we go out and Corey gets a video of patients once they've had a positive outcome, and then he'll get um, we'll get a writer to take that video and talk about whatever the procedure it is that they had done. Kind of give it a, what we call long form content, where we embed you know quotes from the patient testimonial um, from the patient you know first person from the patient into the long form content then we put it up on the website we optimized it for seo and google just loves this kind of stuff they love when we put patient testimonials first yeah it's it's rich content that ties together whatever the procedure is the outcome of the patient will usually include a quote from the doctor um, actually saying you know like how the procedure is done what the expected outcome is We'll embed the video on that and then also turn that into what, like a handful of social posts. Right? Yeah, well, then we splinter that content off into a handful of social posts. And, and I'll have um, Danielle on our team go out there, take that content, create six different headlines, basically, you know, six different ways to say the same thing in a headline. And then, you know, create multiple pieces of social media tied to that. And it's just a gift that keeps on giving. And come up with a couple of different communication strategies to improve that. So, you know, the moral of the story is you don't know what you don't know. Um, So you should use the patients as a resource and kind of get that feedback from them. And and if you do that, it's another avenue where the the patients can just kind of keep on giving. But if you don't ask them, they're not going to tell you. 
No, and, and, you know, you could use something like Prescani to go out and survey your patients if you're going to use that data. But I think there's also something to be said about, you know, when you have a chance to ask patients for a particular piece of feedback, just ask them for it because they'll feel, um, they'll feel more included, which means they'll be more engaged, which means they'll be more forgiving if there's some sort of negative. You know, again, it's, it's about creating some, some sort of a family or a personal connection with your patients. And then your patients will go out and, and help you in your marketing activities as well. Plus, it's way cheaper if you just ask them instead of using Prescani. Yeah, isn't that the truth? <laughs> I mean, Prescani provides great results. It's just you got to be willing to implement those results or, you know, based on that feedback. Right. So kind of the fifth tip is to include your patients also in focus groups, support groups, and, you know, meet and greets, things like that. We had a, um, a practice recently that was focusing on surgery. Um, for a new surgery and they wanted to get out there. And so what they did is they said, all right, for this doctor, let's invite, you know, 25 of his um, patients that had had this surgery with him before over the years. And then let's go ahead and kind of have a meet and greet for people that are thinking about getting surgery. So these are folks that, you know, they run some advertisements in the local newspaper because this was a little bit of an older target demographic. And um, they said, you know, are you interested in getting, you know, whatever the surgery was, come down and meet, you know, Dr. Fred and Dr. Fred invites 25 of his other patients. And then in the room, the people interested in surgery were able to mingle with people that had already had a surgery. And we really were able to create a focus group and a kind of a, a group that was brought together kind of around one area to create an affinity group to drive more patients. And so you never ask, you never know until you ask, and patients really like to tell other people, you know, how great their experience was. Oh yeah, if they had a great outcome, uh, I mean, they will tell anyone who's willing to give them 10 seconds, you know, how awesome their their outcome has been. I can sleep again, yeah. I can breathe again. I can walk again. I can, I can walk can, again. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Um, or if they have a negative outcome, they're also willing to do that, but those are not the patients that you're going to be inviting. <laughs> right, right. And that's what we were saying is, you know, if, if you can harness that power, then uh, it will continue to provide dividends. Uh, so anyway, moving on to number six, on your website, make sure to lead with a patient story. Uh, again, we want to know what the patients are looking for and kind of put it front and center on that big piece of real estate, right? When you land on the website, you want to lead with your outcome because when the patient gets there, that's their first impression. So make sure you're leading with the right one. Yeah, we've got one that's literally a patient says like, I've got, I've got my son because I got this treatment done at this practice and now he is three years old and my life is perfect. Yeah, exactly. And the whole reason that you would go to that fertility practice is... To have a kid. Have your child. Right. So if we immediately lead with her story about how she is now a happy mother, then, um, you know, mission accomplished. And it's the first thing you see, and it's big, it's bold, and it's right to the point. Um, you know, thinking of, of that practice, um, that doctor did something that I thought was really good. And he, we were redoing his website, and he said, you know what, before we launch the website, let's send an email out to my, you know, top 20 patients and ask for them to provide feedback on the new website before the launch. And when we did that, we got a lot of great feedback, which allowed us to kind of go in and just polish things up. And it made a huge difference be before we launched. And that really engaged his top 20 patients. Yeah, definitely. And I would say that that is um, kind of going back to number five. It's another great reason to use focus groups and support groups is that uh, they can sort of guide the aspects of your marketing that you let them guide. Because again, you know, this is the audience that you're trying to reach. So 
it's best not to ignore them. Yeah, and well, we're sometimes you're so close to something, you know, whether it's a brochure or an ad campaign or a website redesign, you're so close to it, you don't actually see it. So when you invite somebody that doesn't see it all the time, they share things with you, insights with you that you never would have thought of. Yeah, you might not have ever seen it, or it's, we've been guilty of maybe you miss all the time a, a, a comma or a little, you know, somebody fresh eyes. It drives us nuts. You just need a fresh set of eyes. Mm-hmm. So the number seven on our top ten list or our list of ten items is. To, this sounds so simple, but personalize your email list to your patients. What I mean by this is when you're gathering information, don't just get their email address, get their first name and last name. And that way, when you're sending out um, your newsletters or emails to your patients, you can actually say, hi, Corey, instead of hi, comma. Yeah. Yeah. It makes a big difference because again- Are they the, talking to me? Right. <laughs> Especially if you have an older patient population. Oh my gosh. So they active. love this stuff. It's like magic <laughs> written directly to them. Um, yeah, and like I said, that can go a really long way and just kind of, uh, and we've seen the data on that too, just with open rates and conversion rates and click-throughs and things like that when, um, you know, it, it's personalized, it does make a huge difference. And I would say that if you want to take it a step beyond that, just, um, yeah, you want their names and everything, but you also want to make sure that they are uh, categorized in the correct list on your email system. So true, true. Yeah, that. so you want to make sure that you have a you know an all patient list which has everybody, and then break it down by procedure if you can, or maybe patients you haven't seen in X amount of time, and then you can send them reminders. And you know, the more specific you can be, the more power uh, and the better results that you'll get from your emails. Absolutely. So number eight on our list is to share patient stories through your social media channels. Yeah, and so by that we mean essentially sharing um, video if you have it, um, testimonials if you got those. Uh, you can you can reshare posts that people have put on your web or on your social media channels. Um, everybody has a great testimonial somewhere. Whether you know that you do or not is a different story. But uh, we we find that taking a testimonial if it's written on you know Yelp or. Uh, rate MDs and then repurposing that, creating a nice little graphic and putting that on a social media channels goes a really long distance. And something a lot of practices don't do but they should consider is allowing folks to post on their wall. Specifically, we're talking about uh, Facebook here and a lot of people will just turn that feature off completely um, but you can actually set it to where people can post and you just have to approve the post and uh, what we've seen with that is yeah a lot of junk kind of gets on there but some people when they're trying to leave a review or they just want to post something nice and say hey I had a great experience today um, you can uh, approve that and then reshare it to the main wall uh, so everyone can see that and it's a great way to help get that story out there. No, those are really good points, Corey, and I, I think you're right. Not enough practices do that, and I think that's a missed opportunity. So number nine on our list is video. You know, it's always important to get the patients on video talking about how great your doctors are because when you do this, other potential patients see it, and they trust somebody who is just speaking off the cuff about their overall experience. So even if it's not a full-fledged testimonial and you can only get a 20-second clip, um, that clip can work wonders because eventually you're going to put all those 20 second clips together and then you're going to have a sizzle reel of people saying how great your practice is. Yeah, and all it takes is, is a handful and then suddenly you've got 30 seconds of people going, this is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah, I never should have waited. 
Right, and that's so powerful. Um, and and we find that the content is way more important than the quality. So don't worry about making everything perfect. But if you can get these together, uh, and and even if you're just posting them directly to Facebook, and each one is ten seconds, you know, it's huge. No, absolutely, and it, it's again the gift that just keeps on giving. Right. So the final tip that we're going to offer you today about putting your patients first in your marketing is to go ahead and solicit online reviews and then use those reviews in your marketing. So many times practices want to put their head in the sand when it comes to soliciting patient reviews because they're afraid of what the patient is going to say. But the fact is, whether you solicit them or not, the patient is going to say something about your practice. So you might as well go out there and be proactive in this effort. Yeah, and then once you have the reviews, it's great to turn around and use those things on your marketing materials. So, you know, you could say, you know, proud to average four and a half stars on Yelp or proud to be the highest rated physician on RateMDs, whatever the case may be. And five out of five stars on by 600 patients or right. something like that because you, you've earned those positive reviews, so you might as well shout it from the rooftop. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we see that across all, all sorts of other industries and different verticals. So it, it only makes sense to use it here as well. Um, I was driving yesterday, actually, and I, I saw a moving truck. And on the back of the truck, all it had was their average patient reviews across like four or five different places. And I was like, well, if I need to move. That's great. That's <laughs> totally great information. Calm. Yeah. So that pretty much sums up our top 10 list, or not even top 10, our 10 things you can do to put your patient first in marketing. This again, Corey mentioned it at the beginning of the podcast. This is an approach that we've been taking for the last handful of years, um, just taking a patient first approach to marketing your medical practice. It's something that your competitors down the street are not doing. So if you take anything away and you wanna know really how to differentiate your practice from all the other practices just like yours where they have double board certified physicians, they have the best staff, the nicest office, the cutting edge, tech, cutting edge technology. You want to differentiate your practice? This is how you do it. Put your patients first. Yeah, and if you have any questions or you want us to take a look at anything, then um, be sure to send it our way, and we'd be happy to do that for you. Yep, that's right. And um, with that, I'm Jennifer. I'm Corey. And we are the Doctor Marketing Tips Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the DrMarketingTips.com podcast. If there's anything from today's show you want to learn more about, check out DrMarketingTips.com for our podcast resource center with all the notes, links, and goodies we mentioned during the show. If you're not already a subscriber to our show, please consider pressing the subscribe button on your podcast player so you never miss one of our future episodes. And if you haven't given us a rating or review yet on iTunes, please find a spare minute and help us reach and educate even more of our medical practice peers. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Doctor's Orders.